ignorance and prejudice about me. Transitioning made relationships with many friends and relatives more difficult. It made me more vulnerable to certain kinds of legal discrimination, and it often made me feel unsafe in public. Because for many years I had lived in the world being perceived as a well-educated, able-bodied, cisgender, heterosexual white man before coming out as the woman I felt myself to be, I have a very clear measuring stick for gauging various kinds of oppression related to embodiment, gender, and sexuality. Transitioning put my skin in the game of resisting those oppressions in a new way. Because I have experienced misogyny and sexism, my transgender experience informs the strong commitment I feel to feminist activism that aims to make the world a better place for all women and girls. Because I now live in the world as a woman who loves women, and because there are times, more common in the past than now, when I've been perceived as an effeminate gay man, I also have a direct experience of homophobia. My transgender experience is thus also part of why I feel a strong commitment to lesbian, gay, and bi rights. Although I have a stable sense of being a woman rather than a man, and have taken a lot of steps to get my body, my state-issued IDs, and other paperwork aligned with my sense of self, I know that I can never align everything the way cisgender people do, and that there will always be some discordance and incongruence. For me, that means that even though I identify as a transsexual woman, I am also, in practice, unavoidably gender non-conforming, gender queer, and non-binary. Being perceived, or past, as a gender-normative cisgender person grants you a kind of access to the world that is often blocked by being perceived as trans or labeled as such. This lack of access, created by the way the world is organized to benefit people whose embodiments are different from my own, limits the scope of my life activities, and can therefore be understood as producing a disability. And just as my transness creates an overlap for me with disability politics, whether or not I am otherwise disabled, it intersects as well with other movements, communities, and identities that also contest the negative effects of living in a society that governs us all by norming our bodies. I feel that being trans makes me kin with intersex people, fat people, people who don't embody beauty norms, people on the neurocognitive diversity spectrum, people who are infreaked for whatever reason, whether or not I am any of those other things apart from the ways they intersect with being trans. Although I can't claim that being a white transgender person gives me any special insight into the experience of minoritized communities of color, I do, as a transsexual, experience the injustice of being targeted for structural violence through being labeled a kind or type of person who is not as deserving of life as other people. Within a social order that tries to cement me into that often death-dealing hierarchy based on some of my body characteristics. Because transness sticks to my cut flesh, even though I am white, it provides me with a basis not just for anti-racist white allyship with the struggles of people of color, but also with a real commonality of interest in dismantling a system that relentlessly sorts all of us into biologically based categories of embodied personhood deemed more or less worthy of life. I am determined to bring what I know from living my trans life to that larger and deeper struggle. Still, as a white transgender person who has come to this insight only over the past few decades, as one who can still stumble and fumble in my coalitional work in spite of my best intentions, I know I have a lot to learn from the accumulated centuries of experience-based wisdom, social critique, 
life skills, and freedom dreams that millions of people of color have developed for themselves to survive within colonialism and racism. Starting in the early 1990s, I've had the privilege of using my education as part of a transgender movement for social change. I became a community-based historian, activist, cultural theorist, media maker, and eventually an academic who has tried to chronicle various dimensions of transgender experience. The ideas and opinions I share in this book first crystallized more than a quarter century ago when I was part of a very politically and artistically engaged queer community in San Francisco. Now, sadly, somewhat dispersed and depleted by the city's increasing income disparities, its relentless gentrification, and the displacement of many non-wealthy people. All of this is to say that my point of view is both generationally and geographically specific. I worked for many years at the GLBT Historical Society, one of the world's great repositories.